Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is John Harvey, and I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. Today, um, I've got a couple guests. Well, actually, he's a friend of mine, and um, they're doing an event for the uh, Underground Railroad. Uh, I know normally I do my sponsored ad, da, 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 but today I decided not to do it. I'll just do it in the second half hour so you guys can stick around. And a lot of you already know what it is anyway. But Kish and his wife, Michelle, are big fans, are great supporters of the Underground Railroad. And I'd like to welcome Kish and Michelle to my show. How are you guys doing, guys? Good, John. Thanks for the invite having us yes, here. We're doing great. Thank you for having us. So how long have you guys been doing sponsoring or helping out the Underground Railroad? And what got you into it? We, we all started- know. <laughs> yeah, we started five years ago. So we moved out to Utah and uh, we were looking for a CrossFit gym. And when we found that, we saw um, a commercial on TV talking about Operation Underground Railroad CrossFit and Draper just opened. So we went over there uh, and then it just all started from there because we started learning about um, human trafficking. Um, we got to meet Tim a few times at the gym. We got to meet his best friend, Matt Cooper. Um, and then we started getting invited to um, certain events that they had. And one of the events that they had was called the Gift of Freedom. And it, they, it was our first time putting it out. And my husband then offered my uh, baking services to them. (laughs) I don't have, you know, I'm not a professional or anything, but I did bake for the event. And so we did it for three years. And, um, on the third year, um, Brittany Carpenter is her name. She is the um, young lady who started this. So her vision was to have the community come together to sell their gently used items. It was kind of like a big, huge garage sale, but Mm -hmm. she had music, she had all kinds of things in there. And so she couldn't do it anymore. And so my husband, once again, volunteered me to take it over. So for the last two years, we've been taking over the event. (laughs) So now is it a big turnout in Utah? Yes. Um, they counted one year and we had over 4,000 people wow. come through. And then last year we fought really hard to have it, um, during the pandemic. And thank goodness we, um, we were in the area, we were in Spanish fork, um, and they mm-hmm. let us have it still. And we still, we had a lot of people come through. Um, we had food trucks there that sold out. Um, we just had a, a really big, um, group yeah. of sponsors and, so for those who didn't see the flyer that we posted, um, what days are those? It is on October 8th and 9th. So and it used to be a one day event, but this year it's a two day event. We're doing something completely different. And so, so do you need people to participate Yes, at all? Yes, we do. So on October 8th, we need people to buy tickets. Um, do you want me to go ahead and tell you about Go ahead. Okay, so on October 8th, um, it's going to be held at the Experience Event Center in Provo, Utah. Um, It's going to be from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. And for this night, you need to purchase a ticket and it's it's worth the price. What you get is an elegant buffet dinner served by Utah Custom Catering. It's um, two brothers named Hiram and Joseph um, who have carried on their family's uh, wonderful catering tr- traditions. They started out in the 1800s with selling candy and soda. And throughout the years, they've just morphed into um, having a catering business. So they mm-hmm. really know what they're doing. 
Um, they're going to be serving a wonderful dinner that has beef, chicken marsala, potatoes, salad, rolls, dessert. Delicious. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. And then you're get a Halloween performance by a group called Warehouse Five Drum Theater. Um, they are from the composer of Tummy Talk. I don't know if you've heard of them. They were seen on America's Got Talent. And if you go onto YouTube, you'll be able uh -huh. to see them there as well. They are going to be doing a Halloween show called Paranormal Percussion. Um, they're going to fill the stage with energizing beats Lights, fog, interaction from the audience, and electrifying rhythm to familiar Halloween songs played only with percussion instruments. So we're going to be spoiled by them. <laughs> so here's a question now. Is there a mask mandate at this event? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> we hope I not. I just want to make, so people can come enjoy themselves, feel free, have yeah. a good time, and help out an absolutely fantastic cause created yeah. by Tim Ballard. Yeah, you know, you know, here's the thing. You know, for those who do do not know the extent of the Underground Railroad, could you give them a description of who the Underground actually is? Yeah, we'll do that. I wanted to share the last two things of this evening. So along with this is after the dinner and entertainment, you will be blessed to have Tim Ballard coming personally to speak to everyone really does it then after that wait to hear this we have a premier documentary called triple take never seen before it's a documentary about a the uh, jump team that went into south america and colombia and three specific jumps and it's a documentary on that never seen before so this evening is filled jam-packed with incredible stuff so it will be wonderful and we'll be doing security at the front door so anyone with a mask will be told to take it off just kidding <laughs> <laughs> i like that <laughs> so 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 we'll, we'll talk later about uh tickets and things like that but let's roll into what you said about um you know, we can say specific things and, and not so specific about Operation Underground Railroad and what they do. Right. But I can't speak on their behalf. Yeah, but for the record, we do not work for them and we are not their spokesperson. Right. Granted. But what they do is rescue kids. Right. And, and they, they and they're good at it. And I know that a lot of the things that they do are stealth. And uh, they don't like a lot of things, you know, denounced because you give the bad guy the advantage. Yeah. Um but but basically, it's about taking kids who have been kidnapped, kids that have been abused and removing them from that environment into a safer environment um, around the world, actually, from my understanding. hundred percent. That's exactly what they do. And they do it not only around the world, but U.S. based Haiti. I mean, the countries go on and on and they work hand in hand with other groups affiliated that do this in their countries as well. But the, the, the key component, and we've talked about this earlier today, my wife and I, is children are a renewable resource. It, it, it makes my body cringe when I yeah, say that. Yeah, it doesn't even sound right. <laughs> but, but it is what it is. Tim talks right. about that. People talk about that. They're a renewable resource. They can be trafficked over 30 times a day. Wow. sexually abused 30 times a day not one time but day after day after day it's sickening so and it cost an average between five and ten thousand dollars to rescue one child people might go well you know a lot of money is donated to these causes 100 percent there is right 100 percent a lot of money uh donated but 
Think of how many kids are trafficked. I mean, you want a pandemic. That's a pandemic. Uh, We talk about where kids are getting trafficked. Our borders, our kids are getting Mm -hmm. trafficked every day. They're using these uh, coyotes and they're using these people coming across. Some of the kids are holding hands with people that aren't even their parents just to get over. Uh, And then they come over and where do they go? They get picked up, right? Um, Some of the largest trafficking events are the Super Bowl. That's not made up. Oh, Super Bowl is the heaviest trafficked time of the year in America because it's the busiest. Think who goes to the Super Bowl. I mean, a lot of rich people show up and in Vegas and other places and they want entertainment. I mean, this is sickening to talk about. But my wife's got a quote that Tim said here, which is really what was the quote you said that Tim said earlier today? Well, he said it a long time ago in one of his podcasts on Slave Stiller. Um, He said that you have to lose your innocence to be able to, um, like he had to lose his innocence. He ha- You have to lose it to be able to help these children. And once you do, God's going to help you and he's going to open up your eyes. Um, because if we all keep our eyes shut, if we all put our hands over our ears and we ignore, um, we don't want to like, let's just say we don't want to, like someone's trying to tell us something about something that happened to a child. And we try to say, Oh, I don't want to hear that. It makes me sick to my stomach because I had a friend tell me that I had a friend say, I can't go there. It just makes me sick to my stomach. I won't be able to sleep at night. But can you imagine if everybody said that, if everybody said that, then we would not be saving these children. Somebody needs to do it. So Tim Ballard has stepped up with his jump team, his ex-military, ex-Navy SEALs, and they are the ones that are um, losing their innocence. They're seeing things that, you know, disgust them and probably give them nightmares at nighttime. Um, And so, yes, that that was his quote, that you have to kind of lose your innocence to be able to help these children. You know, another thing is you mentioned people closing their eyes. When people close their eyes, they don't realize. Now, they maybe get a self-gratification by not hearing something. But the problem is when you close your eyes to things, the wrongdoings in the country, it prolongs that activity. It creates a black market. And that's that's with like everything that we do right now in this country. You know, people have a tendency of closing their eyes and figure out, say, you know what? Let somebody else fight that battle. Exactly. You know, I don't want to hear that kind of thing. And that's the problem with this country right now. And I've often spoke about how we as Americans, we are, we do not want to be, what's the word I want to use? We don't want to be imposed on when it's somebody else's problem. We like to stay in our little box and say, you know, if it doesn't happen in my house, it's it's not happening. When actuality, that mentality creates the black market. It creates the problems we have today with the pedophiles in this country. You know, you know, if we all was to wake up and participate in these programs and these events, you know, it might push some of the politicians who are sometimes part of this problem, um, create some laws that would be harsh on these pe- these pedophiles. But the problem is, it's kind of like term limits. Politicians are not going to create laws to ter- to limit their terms, such as their pro- a lot of their dark 
secrets that they have, because we all know a lot of the politicians are pedophiles. A lot of them are, are the ones that are participating in this particular um, dark, dark, dark organization of trafficking. So, you know, I completely agree with you. It's, you know, Tim's doing it right. You know, as far as losing your innocent, innocent, I, I agree with that. And I completely can understand with that, you know, with that expression, losing your innocence, because you will have to see things that you really don't want to see, but to end it or to change it, it's got to be recognized. Yeah. You know, you look at what Tim and others have done. Um, they, they, they truly understand what the life of a child is worth. Right. I mean, we all, you, you know, you know, I'm an advocate of America, you know, I push other right. things to do. Um, I appreciate the work my wife does with just so much work. She does for three months ahead of time of this, which, um, enlightens me in my home, right? It, it takes my mind away from political aspirations of what's going on with all the other things. And it helps me focus on the real things in life, which are families, children, right. all of those things, right? So I get to each year really focus on family and children and God and the creation and things like that. So I really appreciate being part of this with my wife for the little, little I do, but I a hundred percent support her in what she does. But I think it's, it's hard for people to, is when we talk about something and we're describing something, people envision it in their minds. And that's what the dirty thing is. No one wants to visualize this in their head. Right. And that's where the innocence get lost is visualizing something. Like when you talk about child sex slavery, where does your mind go? you unfortunately envision what's what's potentially a little bit taking place and it makes people cringe. But for us, it made us act, right? It put us into some action. I mean, when we think about it, how dark it, you know, that it is, imagine what that child is going through. We're only thinking about it. Yeah. And we can't stand it. Imagine what that child is going through day in and day out. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's what, uh, once again, I can't speak too, too much about it, but I know for a fact that Operation Underground Railroad has a great aftercare program. Mm -hmm. So the money just doesn't go to the four part of the jump team, but they have an aftercare program. So when they save a child or a young woman or a young boy, uh, which they have saved many, um, those children and people, human beings typically go on an aftercare program, uh, whether it's in their own country, which they've set up places like that, and they're funded and taken care of and nurtured and loved to the best of their ability to get back into society, right, and try to mm -hmm. get some normalcy put in their life. So that's all the function of of where the money goes. So when, when we do this, a hundred percent of the donation, everything that is sold, all that money goes directly to OUR, everything. And that's a good thing. That's a good thing because people, you know, I've got to say, given the way things are today, you know, there's a lot of things that because, you know, we've got COVID going on. We've got the political realm going on. We've got all these distractions. But people don't realize the reason why this has gone on for so long is because we kind of fall asleep on certain things that happen in the dark. 
And it's great that we have events such as this one to bring things to the forethought. For most of us that really care about what goes on to these children, you know, most families are mostly concerned about what happens to their children. And they limit there. They limit it to that realm as their household. I just will ask people to get out and do more to aid the Underground Railroad to stop what's going on in this country and around the world. And hopefully, you know, events like this will do so. Um, what times did events start? Yeah, so um, the events, uh, the 8th and the 9th. So on the 8th of the evening is the big gal in the sense where you've got full dinner, you've got the entertainment, you've got Tim Ballard speaking and the movie that starts at five, the doors open ends at 10. And then the following day is open to everybody. And that's where the donations are given. People are giving from their companies gift baskets and people bring all kinds of things, whether it's furniture. Michelle can talk a little bit more about what happens on the ninth, but that's the fun thing. Not everyone can afford to go to the event on, on, on the eighth. We get that. But you can come and do your holiday shopping and all Mm -hmm. that money you're buying. And these are new items. So Michelle could talk a little bit about that. Go ahead. Yes. So on the 9th, doors open at 9 a.m. And it's like a boutique style shopping. So the months before, me and my committee go out and we ask businesses if they would like to donate. And we do have our regular sponsors who are dedicated and donate every single year. Like we have, like, for instance, Thread Wallets. Uh, We have a place called the Clever Panda Um, called to surf is one of our biggest sponsors and they donate a lot of their clothes and shoes. We have a lot of baby items. We have kid toys. Uh, We have books from book Rue and from other um, book uh, companies. We have a lot of home decor. We have jewelry. We have fine art from artists around the world collected by Dan Priest. Um, We're going to have a lot of auctions. And the most important is we're going to have an abolitionist table where we are going to try to get people to come and sign up and become an abolitionist. And there's going to be a contest, too. So if they take a picture and they post it on their Facebook, Instagram, any of their social media platforms, um, and then uh, whoever wins, we just give them a nice little gift basket. Um, We also have gift cards there. So if you like to shop early for Christmas, Um, Come to our event and you'll find gift cards there. Uh, We do not uh, reduce the price of anything out of respect for our sponsors. Mm -hmm. because um, Our sponsors do get a little bit uh, upset if we put these items on sale. Um, So there's also going to be bounce houses. There's going to be food trucks and then superheroes for the kids and Disney princesses. (laughs) So it's just a really fun family event. So then I can come. As a superhero, yes, you can. I think I'll come as Afro Man. <laughs> you can, you can, and and, and John, I uh, last year I think Elsa, Elsa, Elsa came. Elsa came really? last year. Superman <laughs> comes. Hannah, yeah. So it's kind of good for the kids to get pictures. So it's a lot. Of, it's a great fun event for sure. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, you can get tickets. So Michelle will tell you where you can get tickets right now. Go ahead. So for the eighth, for the dinner and all that wonderful entertainment, you can go to ourrescue.org. Okay. On the events button. And um, once that opens up, you'll see a list of their events and you'll see the gift of freedom. And we call it the gift of freedom because we want you to shop um, knowing that you're going to give the gift of freedom to a child. So 
this event is the only event that I've actually done officially on the podcast because this one is really important because most of us have children. I know I would go nuts if something happened to my child, my kids. Really, I would go nuts. And I can only imagine what parents are going through when their kids have been abducted, sold, brought in the country through the southern border, dispersed throughout the country, and from that point on, just completely treated inhumanely. So I got to say, I love the idea. Um, when kids called me up and talked about it, I said yes right off the bat. That's a no thinker. That's a no brainer. And my buddy who owns a podcast does the same, did the same thing with you guys, Brian, my guy. And that's Brian Hyde podcast and a uh, great guy. But I can tell you this, anytime you have an event that we as conservatives can help do podcast wise, participate in, it's there. I mean, we don't have a problem helping out because we're true conservatives. And uh, it's, this is what makes being a conservative so fantastic. The fact that we are called racist, we're called xenophobes, but yet at the end of the day, we're the ones that's doing the grunt work. Tim Ballard and his group, they're the one doing the grunt work, you know? So they can say anything bad about us. They can call us far right, whatever. But at the end of the day, we represent and try to aid in causes that just doesn't benefit us. It benefits children, men and women, and so forth and so on. I just think um, we all need to stand together right now and come together as a group, you know, even with every, with any cause that's, you know, aids patriots. You know, Amen. To me. Amen. Yes. And I, you know, we want to thank both you and Brian. You guys are wonderful, wonderful human beings and patriots. And we appreciate and love you guys. And we'll support you guys in any way we can as well. You know, it's just, you know, it's just sad right now that we can't come to. I mean, it's it, what's sad is it's patriots on and patriots. It's not like you can't. It's really hard to have a patriots. And the Democrats are the left because the ideology is completely different. Yeah. You know, we're about helping blue collar. You know, you can call us what we want. We wear our flags. We wear our boots. We carry our guns. But at the end of the day, we're patriots. We love our country. And that makes us what a bad group because we love our country and we want to reach out and help people. That makes us bad. Really? We don't believe in everything that the left bestows upon us because in actuality, you know, if they would figure out causes like this actually bring people together. But they haven't realized this. No. It brings people together. You know, look, it brought us together, Kish, when we first met. But anyway, guys, we've got about 30 seconds left. Anything you want to say before we leave in this first half segment? When it comes to human trafficking, politics should not be involved. Exactly. Left, right, we should all come together to help this cause, to help eradicate human trafficking. Well, I appreciate you guys being on. Thank you. Let's so do much this guys. again. Take care, and we'll see you the next time. Thanks, Thank guys. You. All right, see you.
Good afternoon once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Yes, and I said it again, and I'll say it over and over and over again. Boys and girls. Um, I want to thank Kish and his lovely wife, Michelle, for helping out and uh, stepping up for the Underground Railroad to have a great event um, coming up in a few days. Actually, about a week and a half, two weeks or so. So check it out. Um, this second half, I want to talk about um, the Underground not the Underground Railroad, uh, something that I forgot to mention that's been bothering me for, for a bit now. Um, you know, I want to shoot something by my audience, and it's simply this. You know, we've been talking about COVID for the past few weeks, literally past two years almost. But do you realize if 100% of the population was vaccinated today, not 99, not 98%, 100% of the population was vaccinated today, we still would have COVID. And that's something people don't think about. We still live, we will still literally have COVID because the vaccine is garbage. It lasts what, 60 to 90 days? And then it becomes impotent. And then you got to have a booster. And the question is how many boosters do you actually have to have for something that's never going to go away? Because COVID has what's called an animal reservoir which means it's never going to go away unless you kill every animal on the planet. And then what would PETA have to do? They would be out of an organization. So I was thinking, what would the excuse be if 100% of the people are compromised by the vaccine? Hmm. Because you got to think literally, where does the government go from there? And here's another thing I want people to realize. It's, what's funny is the exemptions, the, the elite or the elitists. Why isn't the White House staff doesn't have the vaccine? Why isn't it postal workers? What the hell is great about the postal workers where they're exempt from having to take the vaccine? CDC employees, why are they exempt? The FDA employees, why are they exempt? Congress, why are they exempt? As a matter of fact, that should be the first place to get the pandemic. So when you ask yourself, why are so many federal employees exempt from the vaccine, you have to say to yourself or ask yourself, so they're exempt because the White House is protecting them from what? What does the White House and the CDC and the FDA know that we don't know? Because mind you, to be protecting us, they will be getting vaccinated. 
one more time, to be protecting us, they will be getting vaccinated. They will be protecting the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, right? Why is it they don't have to protect us from them? From them? Why aren't all the unvaccinated or the, actually, let me change that. Why isn't the vaccinated individuals screaming right now? Screaming, why do we have to take this shot? And those elitists, because that's what they are, they're elitists. Even if you work for the post office, you work for the FDA, or you work for the CDC, or you work for the White House, or you work for the Congress, or even more so, if you are an illegal immigrant, why are you protected? Not protected from COVID, but protected from the vaccine. Because that's how you have to look at it. You're protected from the vaccine. But we are not. And, you know, and for white people who don't know this, blacks are not going to take your vaccine, Joe Biden, because we knew what you did to us in the 30s. It's called the Tuskegee experiment. You know, it's when you gave 309 guys syphilis just to experiment to try a drug when 128 people died because they were never told they had syphilis. Even when the federal government came out with penicillin, those members of the Tuskegee Project in total, there was 309, give or take, who did not have syphilis, and then there was 200 that did have syphilis. They weren't told what the experiment was. What they were told was, we'll give you free insurance, free food, uh, health insurance, if you participate in this experiment. There were no white people in this at all. So if you want us to take a vaccine, under the notions that you're the good guy, well, history has shown you're not federal government. You're not. So blacks are not taking it at all. Well, I shouldn't say at all because there are the token blacks that are taking the vaccine so they can make themselves feel good because they figure because we're a Democrat, we should be taking the damn vaccine, you stupid asses. Uh. Uh, 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 uh. But for those of you who don't know about your federal government, 75 years ago, 80 years ago, that was the experiment. It's called the Tuskegee. Tuskegee. Good Lord. Tuskegee. That word, Tuskegee Project. Read up on it. For those who don't know about it, read up on it. Also, when you get a chance, read up on thalidomide as well. There's two incidents. Thalidomide is something that happened in the 50s and the 60s. 
I won't go into great detail of it, but that's another bad drug that the government used on pregnant women. And here's a thought that came to my thought today. If we are in a major pandemic and over 6 million people around the world has supposedly have died of COVID, not with COVID, that's of COVID because there's a difference. If you die in a heart attack of a heart attack and you have COVID, well, you died with COVID, but the heart attack is what killed you. But the government doesn't title is it that. It's a COVID death. To die of COVID, which means solely you died of COVID, which is actually, which is actually factually a lot less than 6 million people. The tune is about 750,000 people, if you even want to believe that. That's worldwide. That's worldwide. But we're in a major pandemic, people. And I want you to think of one thing. Why is it nobody, why aren't people dying in their homes? Why is it you go out down the street and people are just not falling out and dying of COVID right now? Why is it the numbers we get is always hearsay? Yeah, well, some people know people that died of COVID or died with COVID because you don't know what they're doing because the hospitals are tagging, toe-tagging everybody with COVID death because they get more money that way. But why is it we don't hear about people dying in their home? Why is it you don't know anyone dying in a home? Most of the cases that have been spoke about or talked about are cases where they died while they're in the hospital or on a ventilator. Why is it we don't hear about that? Why is it that the liberals think that this is a Republican or Democratic virus? But when it's the Democrats who are pushing the mask and the vaccine mandates, it's not the Republicans. It's not the people that the Republicans not running the country. There's a lot of whys. And to me, one why that's missing is why aren't people asking these questions? Why are people just easily following the government? Do you really think Joe Biden is smart enough right now in his mental capacity to think of all this stuff? He is just the face to blame it on when things go wrong. That's all he is. He is just, he is literally the sacrificial lamb. Joe Biden can't even hold a conversation without a teleprompter or an earpiece. Do you really think Joe Biden is pushing this agenda? No. It's absolutely someone else in control. Someone else is calling the shots. And it's a crime shame. Afghanistan, you think Joe Biden done all of that? You think he woke up one morning from his or one afternoon from his afternoon nap and says, you know what? I think I'm going to bring the troops home from Afghanistan without thinking about it. No. Yeah, he says some stupid shit. He does. 
But I guarantee you that's not one of the thoughts that Joe Biden conjured up by himself. I just want to say we're in tough times right now. And you're literally going day to day right now because you really don't know what they're going to do next or what they are going to say next. But either way, it's not going to be the best thing for the American people. Most likely, it will be great for those who are in power. I think uh, it's time for, you know, a lot of people to wake up. You know, you see a bunch of TikToks and you see a bunch of Facebook posts if it gets through. Or how crazy the world is. But what I never see is liberals or people, even moderates, speaking how bad things are right now. How, why is that? Is it they don't exist? Or do they have another platform that's just for liberals and conservatives don't see it? We don't get to see the other side? Or is it because liberals don't get a chance to learn what we conservatives know and speak on so they could be educated or unbrainwashed. If there's such a thing. I just hope um, people wake up sooner rather than later. Because later, I don't think it's going to be a good thing. But we've been right about Joe Biden. We all knew what Joe Biden was capable, capable of. And they, you know, if you ask the left, they say, how do you know that? Well, look at his freaking history. It's been all about the Democratic Party, the people of the party, not the constituents, the politicians of the party. And it's never been about we the people. And I could say the same thing for a lot of Republicans as well. You know, when you're a conservative, you try to see both sides of the aisle. And look, both sides of the aisle and sometimes at sometimes look identical. I'm sure these people play golf together. I'm sure they shake hands and say, hey, you do this deal but let us have the next one. Or when I'm reelected, we'll flip-flop for four years, and then you guys can have back power again another four years. I'm sure there's a bunch of mutual understandings because I still don't know why in the hell I haven't seen any Republican senators or congressmen come out about the mandate as far as what's going on in the country. Now, I've seen them come out on Afghanistan. And most of those guys are vets. But on COVID and the mandates, no, haven't seen them. 
have not seen the Republican Party come out at all. Because a lot of those guys are business owners. I simply say this, if, you, if you're a politician and you've got the shot, you're going to lean towards the mandate for the most part. I just think we need to figure out as a country which way we want the country to go. And we take it in that direction, whether it's voting, whether it's making phone calls, whether it's through an organization such as <clears throat> Blexit, um, Underground Railroad, um, different and various political organization that think like-minded as far as we the people. I just don't think right now times are really good right now. People are getting too comfortable with misery. People are getting too comfortable with misery. And as long as you get comfortable with misery, this country will go down the crapper and then you will become miserable. We all know COVID is about something else. When people go, John, how do you know that? Well, let me tell you how. When the White House exempts certain people for something in a pandemic, that's how you freaking know. It's your damn common sense. You can't ask yourself, if your common sense doesn't register, if it does not register, why are they exempt? And you do not ask yourself that question. You're done. You are done. You as an individual, because you're not speaking for thinking for me, you are done. If that does not come to your mind when you hear this, you are an idiot and you deserve everything that you get. And I said it. And I said it again, you are an idiot. If, you, if that does not resonate in your mind, why are they exempt and I am not? And there, look, you're an American. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you're a freaking American. If people who are not legal citizens in this country do not have to get vaccinated or tested, and it does not cross your mind as to why are they not having to get vaccinated? You are an idiot. And you are a slave in the makings to the man. I repeat that one more time. You are becoming a slave in the makings to the man because the obvious facts does not register in your pea brain mind and make you say, Hey, why the hell are they exempt? And I am not. Is it because you have a job? Maybe. Is it because you're not a citizen? Maybe. But the fact is they're in your country breathing 
and expelling what is supposed to be one of the worst viruses in recent, recent, uh, many years. Let's not go recent, many years, 1905. And if you're listening to this podcast, and when I say this, I don't say this to be malicious or mean. It's a fact. You could take it any way you want, but it is a fact. You are the same people that believe racism in this country is a pandemic and a national health crisis. You're the same people that believe that driving a car to and from work daily and allowing carbon to leave your exhaust of your car, you're the same people. You're the same damn people. What you fear, supposedly the country become dirty or the pandemic killing everybody or blacks being oppressed, you're an idiot. Three times over now because you believe this crap. You literally believe this crap. And it has nothing to do with being a Democrat or Republican. If that's how you think, you are an idiot. You are an idiot. I said it. You're an idiot. I don't care if you're a Democrat or a Republican or a conservative. If these things do not register through your mind and make you go, hmm, Smells like a skunk. Must be a skunk. I think I thought I saw this. I think I seen a skunk. And his name is Joe Biden. Because the problem with you people out there, you get a 70-something-year-old man whose mental capacity is diminished. You hate to say, could this guy really be a dirtbag? Well, he's been a dirtbag all of his life. He's been a dirtbag his entire life. So what's going to change now? What's going to change now? He's a dirtbag. He's a crook. He's a criminal. There's a saying, all crooks aren't in prison. I do not know what it's going to take to get you people to realize you are being taken advantage of because you get into your feelings too damn much. You bypass your common sense and rely on your feelings to make you feel good. Well, at the end of the day, when your life becomes free or miserable, talk to your feelings about it because I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear once again, we told you so. I'm tired of dealing with stupid people who can't figure things out on their own. Anyway, I've got about a minute left of this, this cast. So I want to remind you guys, please go check out goodbygov.com. Go check it out. Take a tour of it because it was something that I created with the trade company to help you in times when you have a chance to vaccinate proof your money. 
Because right now your income is subject to the vaccine. Literally. So if you take a look at goodbygov.com, I can promise you there's something there that will work for you. And honestly, I can't tell you what degree and how successful you will be because that's up to you. But at the end of the day, you can control it, your financial freedom. And so my name is John Harvey, and uh, I'll catch you guys on Thursday at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Have a great grade, and this is the Modern Conservative Podcast. Podcast.